0: Yo, is this seat taken? Uh, yeah. It is. This week, this seat is taken by Reagan Draper. She is a student professional, activist, writer, and one of my very good friends. And I'm so happy to have her on the show today. Happy to be here. Yay, thank you. I have really bad allergies so if I start dying that's why. Just <laughs> so everyone know. <laughs> Not no, dying, dying, but
1: you'll hear me being like Allie
0: Allie <laughs> <laughs> I cleaned out my closet and I woke up just like you know when you have a really scratchy throat and you're like, and it, that's not what you should be doing at all. Do you ever do that, or is that just? Well, I don't have a weird thing. I do.
1: I don't have allergies, so I don't understand the struggle. But I get like that when I get a, have a cold coming, and yeah, you're just trying to clear your throat and you're just like, oh, I can't breathe. something's in there. Yeah,
0: get it out. Something is in there. It's not a dick. Unfortunately,
1: <laughs> I woke up and there was a dick in my mouth. I'd also be concerned.
0: Uh, excuse me, sir. This is not consent. Um, <laughs> did I say yes? I say yes. No, like that is a
1: real thing. <laughs> Please, I enjoy sex, but I also think I enjoy sleeping more. So, oh. if it's like, oh, Reagan's asleep. She, we've had sex before. It'd be cool. Like, just don't no. even bother. I'm sleeping. This, this is more important. There's no consent involved.
0: Also, like I'm like down with that, maybe a little bit of the time, but the conversation has to happen the night before.
1: Well, some people are. Like my partner has told me, like, oh, you can wake like you could do whatever while I'm sleeping, I don't care. Me on the other hand,
0: I'm like, bitch, leave
1: me alone. We're both Tauruses, so we both like sleep. Yeah. (laughs) I am busy sleeping. I
0: am sleeping, do not wake me up. (laughs) There's few things that you can wake me up for that I'd be happy about anyway. It's like my house is burning down. The house is running down. Please wake me up. If there's food already made. Yeah. If there's food, we're, we're both tourists. That's funny. You got food? Okay. You got food. What kind of food, though? Now, well, I'm still under the covers. What you got? I don't want that. So waffles? Or is it bacon? What am I in the mood for?
1: Really? Sometimes I'll, right before I go to bed, I'll be like, I want waffles in the morning. Okay. <laughs> I already know what I'm going to eat when I wake up.
0: I have a waffle maker that I don't use as much as I should. I want a waffle maker. I you love waffles. waffles. I should just give you mine because I like barely <laughs> You
1: I bought it once for a white elephant party because I wanted it and then I didn't get it. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> Someone else got my waffle maker. Oh, motherfucker.
1: That's the horror of white elephant. You buy a present that you're like, I would want this and you go there and you're like, no, the no, people don't
0: take it. Oh, that's funny. I um I do that. I do a holiday party every year, almost every year, and the past 2 years it's been white elephant. And um I one of my friends like it was her first time ever going to a white elephant party mm-hmm. 2 years ago and this year, she did her own, and I got 20 bucks. Nice. And hers. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, do this more often. Throw some money in it. I'll someone speak. someone yeah. gave someone a gift that was a harmonica, but they're, upon the harmonica getting traded twice, right? Because you can do that with White Elephant. Mm-hmm. After the whole thing was done... They opened the harmonica and there were some mushrooms in it. Oh, it's a drug monica. I like that. But it was like a harmonica with mushrooms. I love that. I was like, oh damn, we all crapped out on the Like we all should have thought of that harmonica. Why didn't you tell us it was
1: had hidden treasure inside. <laughs> there was hidden
0: treasure. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into the topic of discussion for this episode and that is black hair in the hospitality industry. Yeah. We just came up with this <laughs> <laughs> upon pre interview.
1: Well, through like our own conversations yeah. that we've been having.
0: Yeah. So obviously you are a black woman and you change your hair a lot. And it's a lot of fun. It is seeing all of the styles you do. I love them all. Um, And you and I have had conversations separately, um, outside of having a microphone interface, (laughs) about how you have had issues with past jobs with your different hairstyles, and they've been like, "No, you can't do this." Mm It's just like, "Go fuck yourself." (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it's like.
1: Well, it's also it's. I think a reason now that I change my hair so often is kind of like a fuck you to everyone in my past. Like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've been told that my hair was unkept or dirty or unprofessional, um, that I couldn't wear my hair, hair wraps, um things like that and so now I like go out of my way to (laughs) wear the loudest head wraps and change my hair up every few months kind of now
0: I have this freedom to do this or or I
1: should have done this in the past I should have stood up for myself stood up for my hair stood up for other people's hair but I didn't um just because yeah you don't want to lose your job and then there is there's so many layers to um to being a black person in America and like my journey with my hair has also been one of, like, self-love and uh-huh. learning to love my own hair. Um, so when someone, if you're not even sure that you, when someone, you don't have the self-confidence and someone comes to you and you're like, hey, your hair is dirty or unprofessional, change it. You're like, is it? I, I'm i so sorry, I didn't know. Instead of being like, hell no, my hair is not dirty or unprofessional. Yeah. Um. So it's been a journey for, like, myself, too. I mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't I didn't come into the industry wearing changing my hairstyle all the time and yeah. being so like proud and black. Um, it was a journey of discovery, discovery and self love and getting fed up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's like being annoyed by white people and management. Just
1: management guests. because that's those are the two spectrums of sometimes being a black person in the industry. You get the you get the racism and the microaggressions, but then you also get the, which is our other it the other forms of racism and microaggressions, you get the fetish the people who fetishize you. Yeah. And the people that think you're so exotic and so mm-hmm. beautiful. And oh, if only my hair could do what your hair does. Oh
0: my god, look at your hair. And it's like How do you get your hair to curl like that? What do you do? Yeah. Erica Hart followers if you don't follow Aunt Erica Hart. Or, I Heart Erica. I Heart Erica. Um, she's wonderful. She's amazing. But <laughs> she went on deep with uh, black hair. And she was in some Midwestern town doing a lecture. And she was staying in a hotel and she told the story. And she's like, "It feel when people, ov- like white people, over compliment my hair that way, it makes me feel like I am an exotic creature in a zoo. hmm And... Yeah, it's just like just leave people alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can like you can compliment someone's hair, you can compliment like someone's anything, but don't like go above and beyond. Like you've like, oh my god, you're so exotic.
1: Or I feel like sometimes it's white people will compliment me or other black people as a way to feel good about themselves. Yeah, it's like oh I said something nice to a black person today. I'm a good person. I'm not racist. I <laughs> don't. I'm not othering them. Yeah. I told them that they looked exotic.
0: Yeah. yeah, but
1: by doing that, you're you're othering and you're putting someone in this box. Exactly. Um. So it takes many different
0: forms. totally. It really does. Yeah, I'm I'm sure you get that more or less from guests than, or at least I hope, than from management.
1: Yeah, that part of it it does usually come from guests. From management, it's usually a um control and what you can and can't do authority and Mm -hmm. micro yeah Mm -hmm. what you can and can't do with your own body
0: totally Mm. authority that's like (laughs) (laughs) i have a problem with authority i have a problem with authority (laughs) (laughs) i have like here's the thing like you can it's fine you're like you're a manager right Mm -hmm. and you're supposed to be in a managerial role Mm -hmm. but when you overstep boundaries and you come in with like hands on your hips like "Oh, I'm the boss you have to listen to me when the things that you are saying aren't just or right or caring for other people and it's just the things you are saying is just there to feed your own ego then that's when I have an issue with it Mm -hmm. and unfortunately 80 to 90% of the time when it comes to like authority figures they do that mm-hmm. and that's why i have a problem with authority
1: where well, our industry also uh rewards that kind of behavior you know
0: unfortunately <laughs> yeah it's like at this point i've been saying this for years i could be a really good manager based off of the fact that i know what not to do because i've had so many horrible and poor examples of what not to do mm-hmm. you know same and I was actually thinking about this recently, like, I think the best way to go about a lot of things is, like, creating a community and kind of collaborating. It's like, sit down with your employees and ask them, what do you want from a manager? Like, how awesome would that be to hear from a management?
1: Well, I think that's what's lacking in our world as a whole. Like, it should be more of a community effort. We should get, we should have people of all backgrounds, uh, of, you know, all histories Mm -hmm. coming together and like talking and saying what they need like our government shouldn't be made up of predominantly white white men men. (laughs) you know (laughs) it should be made up of everyone and that is the only way you're going to have a system in place whether it's a restaurant or whether it's a government that fully works and fully benefits everybody if everyone is contributing to how it's run and you know the rules that are in place yeah
0: but unfortunately it's very authoritarian (laughs) it's like these are the rules in place. You're gonna to listen to them. It's like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. But
1: and they're the way they have always been, so but the rules, we're not gonna
0: change them. Yeah, sorry, but the rules that are in place weren't created for all humans, they were created for white men. Like, maybe, hello, maybe the people that wrote the fucking constitution that owned slaves weren't really thinking about the people of 2020. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Like maybe we should just like burn the whole system down and rebuild that it. That is my answer to everything. Yes, <laughs> I'm like trying to go into every fucking place I can go into and be like, this sucks. That crumble it all up that's and what let's I do, do something new. It's just not very social. It's
1: not. <laughs> a popular plan at the moment.
0: so It's I not try... very popular. <laughs> but as soon as everyone else
1: is ready, I'm down. Let's burn it on the ground.
0: Uh, let's get into this first segment. <laughs> okay. Death meal.
1: My death meal. Yeah. Okay. Um, It's a lot. Sure. So I... <laughs>
0: We're both Tauruses. buckle I die,
1: that I want a milkshake from Cops custard.
0: From what? Cops custard. Cops It's custard. a place in
1: Wisconsin. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, a, I'm born in Wisconsin. I like my custard. I like my
0: cheese. Don't ever <laughs> apologize. It sounds amazing.
1: So, milkshake from Cops. I want a burger from Small Cheval because I'm sorry. I love their burgers. Their burger's great. So good. Um, a dozen oysters. I want a What plate. kind of
0: oysters? East Coast oysters. Do you have like a specific one that you like a lot? Um,
1: I don't think there's a specific kind of East Coast oyster that I like. I just enjoy it. I like their size and they're like...
0: You like f- the big boys. They're they're like medium-ish. medium, medium. Ish. I hate Gulf oysters. They're disgusting. Gulf oysters <sighs> make me want puke. I'm a West, you, Coast, you, oyster a West girl, Coast oyster I like Komodos.
1: Oh <laughs> um, I'm just an oyster fiend. Um, <laughs> yeah, a dozen oysters, a plate of steamed crab legs with lots of butter. Um Yum. and then I need a bowl of mac and cheese from Five Loaves eatery. And then
0: Yum. my
1: grandmother's enchiladas, and then and then I can die. Happy baby.
0: Your grandma's enchiladas? Yeah.
1: What kind of milkshake? Chocolate milkshakes, okay. perhaps. I'm, I'm I'm basic in the flavors. I guess they always have, like, different flavors. They have, like, mint yeah. ones and cappuccino milkshakes. Yeah, yeah. Just give me a chocolate one. Chocolate
0: one all I'm day. I, I love
1: milkshakes.
0: I love milkshakes so much. I love milkshakes. Like, why would you get a scoop of ice cream when you just drink it? <laughs> when I was a kid, me and my brother, did you do this ever? Your, like, parents would give you, or parent, whatever household you grew up in, mm-hmm. would give you, like, a bowl of ice cream, and you would take the spoon and, like, swirl it around until it got, like, milkshake consistency. Well, Consistent I do prefer... Sir.
1: I've never done that, but I do okay. prefer soft serve over, like, hard serve ice cream. Mm-hmm. I like okay. the texture. The texture? Mm-hmm. Not... I'll still eat. I'll eat all ice cream. Yeah. I love ice cream.
0: I love all ice cream. <laughs> I all ice cream. <laughs> but... but if I get to choose between the two, I do want the okay. soft served. Yeah, I just remembered that like we would just like swirl the ice cream around with our spoons until it became like a soft serve. We did.
1: We would drink like something, when you eat ice cream out of a bowl at home, the you, bottom of it melts, mm-hmm. and then we would drink the okay. what in.
0: I think that's like a suburban mid- midwestern thing. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay, let's go back to the subjects um so yeah why why is it important for people to accept it you know black hair
1: um well we're in america and (laughs) america has such a racial history Mm -hmm. um i think for all groups of people um but yeah back in since the first black people arrived as slaves like it's been a way to control people um what was acceptable what was not um also the slaves like they weren't um my words um originally women would like shave their heads as a way to take care of their hair and then once black women were black people were allowed to enter into the workplace Place it was a way to like assimilate to the the dominant culture. What was considered beautiful, what was considered mm-hmm. acceptable, everything black was managed and deemed mm-hmm. dirty, ugly. Um, so now being able to express myself as a product of my ancestors, it's with a sense of pride.
0: Yeah,
1: and um, knowing the history of this country and knowing how black bodies have been managed and controlled and um, the rules that have been put into place Mm -hmm. I would hope that any company trying to run a moral and ethic uh, establishment would celebrate black people being able to express themselves to the fullest Totally. black culture is so diverse and has such a history that anything from dreads to cornrows to an afro um, should be celebrated and there should be space for those to be um, expressed in every establishment,
0: and there are like and even even with like straightening hair and dyeing it blonde, like you have to think about like the why behind that, you know? Yeah, it's because like the European standards of beauty kind of overtakes everything. Mm-hmm. You know? And
1: and it would be harder for a black person to get a job with an afro than it would be for them if they straighten their hair statistically. Um, for sure. And also, even with 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 controlling black hair, um, some people thinking that like okay, black people are straightening their hair, dyeing their hair because they want to be white. Understanding that blackness and black hair is such a wide fucking spectrum. Totally. There are black people with straight hair. There are black people with lighter, blonder hair. Mm-hmm. There are black people with colored eyes. Yeah. Um. There, there's like Afro latinos even. Mm-hmm. You know, it's with all different all kind over. of textures yeah. with all different kind of with colors of hair. Um, and so all there should be space for all of it to be celebrated and all of it to
0: to have space. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> it's it's definitely something that your average white person doesn't think about in that sense, right? Well, yeah. Cuz I mean <laughs> most most white people, especially in Chicago where it's one of the most segregated cities in the country, um, don't, you know, interact with like people of color, black people. Mm-hmm. Hardly ever. Mm-hmm. So when they step into a space where there are people of color with different hairstyles, they're just like, oh, what? You know?
1: Um i hear a lot that oh what's the big deal it's just hair you know um what's the big deal if a white person has dreads or gets box braids what's the big deal if you can't wear your afro at work you can wear it outside of work like the big deal is that we have over 400 years of people telling black people what they should and shouldn't do and the harm and the generational trauma that has come from that yeah um and where you as a white person your privilege and the way you walk through the world and the way we walk through the world it's completely different completely different and it's about damn time that people make space for exactly for black people and recognize the harm that has been done
0: yeah for sure i mean i was a problematic white person that had dreadlocks back in the day (laughs) and i got rid of them because i was like whoa you know like i started like becoming more aware of just black people in America in general and I was Mm -hmm. like this actually isn't okay like I can't even fathom going back to like the life I used to live with in like that style of circus community and like performing at those festivals because every corner you turn and every time you turn your head it's like a white person with dreadlocks and it would literally make me angry. You know what I mean? It's like 2020. You have a mini computer in your hand Mm -hmm. and you have this information in your hand. Mm -hmm. And the fact that people are still just blindly walking in this world with that privilege is very unpalatable for me.
1: And a sense of ownership for other people's bodies. I can't tell you how many times people have just... Grabbed me and touched my hair and pulled at me and like demanded, demanded my body basically. Yeah, really?
0: um, let me see this. <laughs> like, uh, excuse, like hi, how are you? Like what? I had
1: a a woman hug me the other day at work. I just came up to the table and I'm like, hi, how's everyone doing? And she got up and she just gave me a hug. Like whatever like not the worst like she didn't harm me but it's like who excuse me
0: (laughs) like i don't even know your name yet i don't
1: want and then she was hugging me and i was like do i know
0: her like what
1: um and it it was a table of white women and they all saw my expression and they started laughing they were just like oh (laughs) it's funny and i was like no
0: it's not funny it's not boundaries. Are you laughing because you're uncomfortable or are you laughing because it's funny? Because I think you're laughing because it's funny. Yeah, it's it's just wild to think about how white people just move through this world with, like, blind privilege all the time.
1: Well, I think everybody needs to recognize the layers that we exist in and mm-hmm. the privileges that we all have. Totally. As you know, even though I'm black, I'm, I'm light-skinned, I'm yeah. an American citizen. There's, yeah. like, so many privileges that come with those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the world would be a much better place if everyone just recognized that everything ex- exists on a spectrum and we all um, have a part in history to play and, and privileges to recognize in totally. the space we're taking up.
0: Yeah. Just be it more aware,
1: you know? And do something about that. Exactly. You know? You like, learned about up. how you wearing dreads was appropriation. Cut those motherfuckers off. I combed them out, but
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Comb them out. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, low key what I want to do every time I see someone, a white person with dreads. I'm like, oh, if I only had a pair of scissors. Oh, that would be assault. I can't do that.
0: <laughs> You're like, oh, I would get arrested. I mean, I think about that, too, and... You follow me on Instagram. Every time I see a white person with dreads, I I like do the like ba ba mm-hmm. like the super zoom like ew, white dreads like puke face emoji. <laughs> I deserve it. It's mostly when I'm traveling. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll see I'll see white dreads on the L every once in a while, but usually when I'm traveling, I see white dreads a lot. It's weird.
1: I see them the most around here in like Wicker and Logan. Really,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not
1: the most. Like I'm sure there are other parts of the world where I would see them in the most, but if he, here in Chicago, it's usually in Wicker. Wicker and Logan. Yeah,
0: totally. Should we get in the next segment? Let's do it. Let's get in the next segment. Guilty pleasure dream. <laughs> Drink? Um, Do you like to drink? It doesn't have to contain alcohol. It contains alcohol. Maybe. It, a, sure. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I like alcohol. I like alcohol. I like. I like a, I like a booze. I like to drink.
1: <laughs> um, I really, really love a good um, espresso martini. That's so funny. But I hate ordering them because. yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know how to explain it. You were like, yeah, yeah, don't order that.
0: Well, mine is chocolate martini, which is...
1: I will also oh, love a good chocolate yeah. martini.
0: And I I did myself on the last episode, so my guilty pleasure drink was... Well, I ended with chocolate martini, but I never order it unless it's on a menu. It's on a menu, or I'm in, like, an Italian place. an Italian yeah. place, because, like, Italian restaurants, that's, like... Like, that's their standard, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll never... It's yeah. Yeah. That's so funny.
1: But yeah, I like want one all the time. But
0: <laughs> every day I want
1: one. So. But I'm like, you can't order that. It's not acceptable.
0: Basically, we need to go on a day where we get milkshakes, oysters, and chocolate or espresso martinis. I'm down. <laughs> I'll drink espresso martinis all day. I'm going to be so jacked. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. I feel like we have a lot in common. This <laughs> like because we're Taurus. And- I think so. Let's talk about your more recent work with directing because you just released a music video. Yeah. And I definitely watched it. <laughs> Thank and you. all the homies were in it. And
1: all of my friends were in it. Michelle, um,
0: Dom were in it.
1: I'm truly, truly blessed with some wonderful creative friends who are also willing to show up when I'm like, I'll give you pizza, can you copy in the music video, please? Yes.
0: <laughs> That's basically what I've been doing with this podcast, like, I can't afford to pay you, but I'll give you some hot Cheetos and we'll drink mimosas. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, it was originally a school project. We had to do a, a final project, um, like a, a short video piece. Okay. And um, last sem- the semester before, when they had asked for they had asked for a short video project, I did um, one about. Uh, rape culture and Mm -hmm. basically like how women and non-men what they do to like survive okay like keeping themselves safe even just like walking down the street totally um so I had to do this project for school and I was lazy and I was like I'll just do a short video of my recap of Barcelona
0: but I saw that
1: it was fine it was
0: I was really impressed with it. I deleted it it
1: because I was not happy with it.
0: (laughs) We're all of our own
1: worst critics. I I rewatched it and I was like, this is garbage.
0: I really liked it. I think I even DM'd you and I was like, what did you use to edit this? I
1: think you did. Yes. I'm
0: pretty sure I did because I loved it.
1: (laughs) I still have it, but it's deleted because
0: I didn't want people to see it any longer. It was good. I'm so critical of my own work. Yeah. Same. Um, Every time I re listen to a podcast episode, I'm like, yeah, I should have done this. So gross. This is. Garbage, yeah. <laughs> um, so that was fine, but
1: I wanted to do something that was more meaningful to yeah. me. Um, that I had a little bit more creative control. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I did all the shooting in Barcelona, but it was like being a tourist and wanting to experience things and not wanting to have my phone, my face, and the camera the whole time. So I didn't yeah. get as much footage out there as I had intended to. So my friend Wani is a singer, mm-hmm. um, and Um, She's been producing her songs for a while now, um, but especially pumping them out this past year, and so I really wanted um, to show her some love, and she's one of my closest friends. She's hella talented, so I just messaged her and I was like, "Can I, out of the blue, shoot a music video for you?" <laughs>
0: oh, that's awesome! <laughs> yeah,
1: um, and she was like, "Hell yeah!" And I had this mood board on my Pinterest because I Pinterest
0: like a weirdo um, of just. I think if you're a creative and you're not Pinteresting, honestly, <laughs> you're not you, real. If well, you're really. It's not that you're not real. It's you're really missing out. Pinterest you know? is great.
1: It's like, good inspiration.
0: I, I get a lot of food recipes from Pinterest, or at least ideas, and then I like go off on my own. And I'm really into interior design, and I get a lot of stuff from that. I love Pinterest. All of my like branding ideas and coloring schemes, Pinterest. You know, it's yeah. Like, if you're a creative, go on Pinterest. Like, I know it <laughs> might seem like a white girl thing, but it's not. But
1: it's so fun, and you get deeper into like. What exactly are you looking for? Yeah. It's great. Um, so, I had this mood, mood board of like nude colors and just like black women in um, a lot of like photos of hair and stuff. And nice. So, I just really wanted to bring that out in the video. So, there's a lot of nude, neutral colors and there. The... It's all nude. And <laughs> it's, I mean, there's a little bit of green. <laughs> but yeah, it's mostly nude and neutral. Um, and then, yeah, my friends being beautiful and wonderful in the background and there's some like intimate moments between the actors but I just really wanted to highlight like the colors and the shots and Wani herself and her beautiful voice um so it was really fun it's called Major Tom and y'all should check it out on YouTube
0: not to be confused with that white song no 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 Major Tom by
1: Wani (laughs) J-U-A-N-I it's good it's I'm very very proud of it I won't delete it (laughs) I won't What
0: are you in school for?
1: Um, I am a, a communications, media, and theater major. It's
0: oh, my senior year. I thought you were in writing.
1: I originally was in... So I was an English major when I first went to school. Uh. But... Because um, I originally went back to school because I wanted to hone in on my writing ability. Mm-hmm. Um, and just really get some structure to my own work. But, so the school that I went to that I'm attending, Northeastern, they didn't have a writing major. So I took English, but <laughs> the English major—you're just reading a bunch of white men for the majority mm. of the, your class. You know, I'm reading Shakespeare and I'm reading Homer and I'm reading these like period pieces by a yeah. majority white men, some white women. Every once in a while, you can take like a I'll take an African American literature class. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to spend my money and my time and my energy. Yeah. reading all these books and basically writing reports on them. So yeah. let me do a major where I'm going to gain some skill. Totally. So I switched my major over to communications, media, and theater because they had, like, some screenwriting classes that mm-hmm. I really wanted to take, playwriting, stuff like that. Um, I really wanted to move my writing towards... That direction. Um, yeah, sure. towards TV and film. So I'm learning some great things, learning editing, directing. Like, it's all really fun. That's um, awesome. I've gotten... Mm-hmm. Like, I was able to shoot the music video because of school, because I was able to rent camera equipment
0: there for free. Oh, nice. Yeah, so That's a good just perk. really
1: trying to take advantage of the resources. I was like, I'm gonna spend my money here. Y'all, I'm gonna take it's advantage like, of it.
0: Give me what you got. Give me All the freaking it.
1: cameras. Put it
0: in a bag, let's go. Free, right? Okay. <laughs> free
1: 99? Cool. <laughs> well, not free because I'm paying tuition, but
0: <laughs> not added? Not added, for sure. What, um, what's your, like, goal goal? Like, what's your, where do you see yourself in
1: Um, dream job, years? I just want to be, like, in a writer's room to a TV show. I think that was where where yes. I would love to, to retire. But, um, I care about so many issues that, um, what I'm looking towards right now for, like, my immediate goals coming out of school is working for a production company that, pumps out work from marginalized identities yeah because um, I think those are the voices that finally need a platform and finally to be lifted up and we need yeah. to be heard um agreed so that's kind of the direction that I'm heading in right mm-hmm. now
0: I'm so excited to see where you go and where you grow <laughs> thank you I'm yeah.
1: excited too I want to get there already <laughs> yeah
0: how many more years in school do you
1: have? one This is 2020 graduate in 2020
0: oh that's so exciting it's my year <laughs> oh let's have a party <laughs>
1: Well, I'm actually, I want to have a huge party. Um, When I got, I have an associate's in baking and pastry. Okay. Um, But when I graduated with my associates, I was in a rough place with my family, Mm. but I invited them all to my graduation and they were like, okay, we're going to come. And then the day of my graduation, I'm like sitting in the stadium and I'm like texting them and I'm like, where are you? Are you in the crowd somewhere? And I get a text from my family being like, oh, we're not coming. Like, while I'm about to walk up on stage. Aww. So I cried no. <laughs> for my first graduation. It makes me so sad. Um, <laughs> I was very upset. I, <laughs> I like really upset. I got my certificate and I just was like, I'm going to go home and cry now. Um, so I tell like, all of my closest friends, like... You fucking partying with me on my graduation? I don't care yeah. if you show up for my birthday, but you're showing up for my fucking graduation. I'll be there. I'll <laughs> I be want there. people to scream. Yeah. I want them to blow the little trumpets and the yeah. wave the little cowbells.
0: You're like, I'm not inviting my family because they're gonna let me down again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna invite my like adopted family. Yes. My friends. And my and real y'all better ones. I be loud as hell. That yeah.
1: <laughs> mean <be> so mad. <laughs> <I love> it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love it. Let's get into the last segment. High thoughts.
1: Um I came up with an idea that I thought was I still think it's a brilliant idea. You know, sometimes when you're high and you're like, oh my god, I have this is gonna make us millions. I have this idea. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all the time <laughs>
1: guys I have this great idea it's gonna make us rich <laughs> so there's one that I came up with when I am when I was high but I think it's still pretty decent even though it was a high idea um do you know crystal dildos right dildos made out of like crystals oh yeah yeah how those are a thing uh huh I'm going to invent <laughs> okay dirt dildos <laughs> And just just hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> Stop making that face. <laughs> It'll be like a silicone mold, and then you fill it with dirt from all over the world, so you can fuck any part of the world. Oh, my God. You can have an Egyptian dick. You can have a Japanese dick. You can have a French dick. <laughs> You're fucking Mother Nature from whatever part of Mother Nature you want to fuck. I think it's <laughs> it's genius. <laughs> Come
0: on. You know all the hippies would love it. The hippie, Yes. The hippies <laughs> would eat it up. The vegans. But, like, yeah, you go take the that <laughs> money from those fucking white people with dreads. You get it. <laughs> if you're gonna have dreads, you might as well give me some fucking money with mm-hmm, white people.
1: Mm-hmm. Dirt from all over the world. Whatever you want.
0: I'll get it. I got it. I'll put it in a I'm mug just, like, for you. i like, imagining you opening, like, one of those straight jackets <laughs> with, like, <laughs> like, multiple pockets.
1: I'm going to start hosting parties at my house to sell my dirt dildos.
0: <laughs> oh, bachelorette parties. hmm Oh, my gosh. I love it. <laughs> I think I'm going to make so much money. I think you would, too. <laughs> Especially off those white people. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, man. Um, okay, so let's get into these DMs. The well, first one is, what is the worst thing a guest has ever done to you? I guess in a uh, hospitality environment, restaurant environment?
1: In, like, I mean, outside of, like, tipping me like shit or not tipping me, which is one of the worst things I think a guest can do. Yeah. Um, I had these older white women one time and I was I was kneeling down closer to them because they couldn't hear what I was saying so I was like kneeling down and talking to them so I was a little bit lower than they were and was explaining things to them very intimately and they were like oh my god you're just so wonderful and I was like thanks and they were like oh and your hair I was like thanks and then one of the women looks at the other one I was like I should have been born an African American because you guys get to wear the best hairstyles. Oh. <laughs> oh. And I'm just going to sat there like, okay, I'm going to go put in your order in now. <laughs>
0: knock your sodas with extra spit in love I think.
1: <laughs> like yes there's a lot of negatives that come with being black like slavery and jim crow and redlining and like jail and like police brutality but we get the coolest hairstyle so it's okay yeah
0: <laughs> i mean it's not okay but <laughs> no it's not uh, the next question is how is your skin so nice
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't really. I'm actually really bad with my skincare. I am usually not regular with it, but um, I do a, a clay mask once every two weeks, ish. Um, I try to do it every fourteen yeah. days, but it's sometimes it's fifteen or sixteen. But I okay. do that, and then I just honestly splash my face with water every day. That's it.
0: Clay masks are great. I try to do one once every week. I fell off of my skincare regimen. Regime. Regimen. Regimen? Not regime. regime.
1: Regimen. Regimen. Well, I feel like clay masks, at least the one I use, is also hard because I don't always want to do it because at the end it gets so hard that, mm. like, my face almost hurts. And I'm
0: like, I'm done. And it's like, you need a wet washcloth to get it off because if you it try stinks. to get it off, like, over a sink, you end up making this big old mess over your sink. I just do wet washcloth and then... That goes in the laundry. <laughs> um, next question is what is your favorite hairstyle? Um, I feel like that's kind of hard right?
1: It's definitely hard I think one of my favorite things about my hair is that it's so um, I, I can manipulate it to so many different kind of styles and mm-hmm. I love it but um, since I've cut my hair off I definitely miss wearing just Afro puffs. Like, it was definitely a go-to style. I would picked them out, and they were nice and big, and I don't have them anymore,
0: and I miss them. No way. Hair grows back.
1: Hair will grow back. Whenever I...
0: Can... I, I, like, hate getting a haircut, because I, I, like, go in between, like, long and... And, like a bob but right now I'm like in that in-between stage I'm like I don't want to cut it but I have to cut it. Well I've like, also just, just been
1: thinking about getting wigs just so I could do even more things without actually manipulating oh. my own hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wigs are great.
0: <laughs> I've been watching you know how you can like go into your search on Instagram and it like gives you recommended like photos and videos to look at? Mm-hmm. Um So since I'm like really into makeup and getting more into like hair and colored hair, because obviously my hair is usually pink. um, They've been giving me like recommended videos to watch on like lace wigs. And I've been watching these amazing women just construct these lace wigs and doing all these styles with them like takes so much work mm-hmm. like, no wonder they're so expensive because that's a lot of work goodwigs are so expensive and they're so talented it's like you want to pay those people because because it's so tedious of a job it's so tedious but it's also like it's art mm-hmm. it's definitely wild. it's wild <laughs> wild all right so let's end uh on the last question which is what change do you wish to see in the world and or your industry or industries? Um, What change do I wish to see in the world?
1: Um, I want to see people take more of an active step in making change. Sure. Um, I think the way our society is may is set up right now, and also social media it makes it so easy to just share or like something or even donate ten bucks, and mm-hmm. there you go, there's your good deed. But for a radical change that the world needs, it's gonna take action. It's gonna take disobedience, um, and I wish people would not just want to be an ally, but want to be an accomplice.
0: Yeah. That just gave me chills.
1: <laughs> cool, let's burn
0: some shit down. Yeah, let's just fucking like, <laughs> burn it
1: down.
0: <laughs> it's, it's very true, though. It's true. Because how often do you see, In, I mean, coming from my personal experience in workplaces, it's like, how often do you see people saying that they're allies, but then they actually don't, like, raise their voice and... Their foot down when something is actually wrong.
1: Yeah, and use your privilege exactly as a white person, as an American citizen, as whatever your privileges, as a wealthy person, whatever you have, able-bodied person, using your privilege to help someone else who doesn't
0: have it. Yeah, love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Lacy. Thank you. for It was having such me. a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. I'm drinking mimosas, which I haven't done in years. Mimosas are so good. Yeah, they're great. I love it. Thank Thank you. you. See you soon.